0: What up, world? It's your past first point guard and Trailblazers reporter, Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked on Blazers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts and also on YouTube. And today's episode is a very, very special one. We are joined by promoter and director of Primetime Sports, the man who runs the Les Schwab Invitational and had his fingers all in youth basketball, all parts of youth basketball here in Portland, my friend, Reggie Walker. Reggie, how you doing? Good, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah, so you've got a big week this week. The Nike Hoop Summit is back after after a delay. What, you know, for, for those of you who don't know, the Nike Hoop Summit is a, a single-game international prospects versus Team USA, 12 players on each team, uh, Typically, you're seeing five to eight future NBA players. Um, sometimes it's even more loaded than that. But I would say in general, you're seeing about five five future NBA players on the court. Uh, it's happening Friday night, April eighth at the Motor Center. You could go. You can go sit Gucci Row for two hundred bucks, or you could just get in the building for ten. Uh, you know, support Reggie. <laughs> go ahead and buy those Gucci Row seats for two hundred dollars. But get in the building, see like f- true future stars, Reggie. Before we talk about who to watch, can you just w- talk us through like what is you know, they're here for a week. What does the week look like building up to Friday's game?
1: Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, the event, more than anything, we're just excited to have the event back this year after missing the last two, just the way the calendar fell with the, um, you know, with the pandemic, we, we had to cancel the game in 2020. It was set to be in, in April of 2020. Obviously the world kind of shut down March, 2020. So that affected that game and that game would have had, you know, uh, the top five picks from last year's draft, you're talking uh, Cade Cunningham, uh, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, and Jalen Suggs, like all would have represented Team USA uh, in, 2020, in 2020. So it was a, kind of a bummer to not, not have that game. And then in 2021, we also canceled. Uh, obviously, the event, you know, falls in, in April. So uh, we, missed, uh, we missed a second year, and <laughs> that game would have had, you know, Chet Holmgren and Jabari Smith and Paola Banchero would have been on the world team. To talking probably three out of the top five picks in this year's upcoming draft. Um, so it's just, you know, we're excited to have the game back and um, kind of to answer a question about the week. Um, so the, the, the two teams that, you know, there's a world team and a United States team and the U S team is a bunch of players that are representing USA basketball. So like, you know, that's the junior national team, senior national team being, you know, Kobe Bryant and, you know, LeBron James and Kevin Durant, like, you know, the gold medal teams from, you know, the last few Olympics, uh, this is like the next crop of USA stars. So that they're, you know, the junior national team is, is kind of like ran by USA basketball. And then the world team is comprised of players from all over the world under the age of 19, uh, at the Blazers practice facility and then over on the Nike campus. Um, and they oftentimes will have, you know, interpreters or, you know, Nike reps with them to kind of help them, you know, manage, being a part of, of a team with, you know, guys from that maybe speak five or six different languages. Uh, the head coach of the team, Roy Rana does a really good job, kind of like building the team camaraderie and making sure that they know what's at stake in terms of, you know, their future and uh, what this game can do for them. And you just look at um, like Dirk Nowitzki is a kind of a prime example from, from back in the day. Um, I mean, he really solidified himself as like a first round draft pick um, with his performance in the game similar to what, you know, Joel and B did, did something similar, you know, more recently. Um, And basically they just, you know, they, they spend the week practicing the the practices are open to NBA scouts. I think we credential, you know, over 130 NBA scouts get credentialed. Um, Throughout the week, we'll have as many as, you know, two dozen general managers that you know pop in and out of Portland um, just to come evaluate the prospects. So uh, they can really do a name for themselves. And the thing that I think that, goes maybe unmentioned to the general, you know, casual basketball fan is that this game isn't really an all-star game. I mean, it is in the sense that the players are all-star caliber and they're the elite of the elite players, but the game is meaningful, but neither team wants to lose the game. Uh, The world is, you know, trying to claim their reputation uh, as like, you know, individuals, but also like playing a part of, of, of the team that they've, you know, kind of invested in for the past week. And then the U S like they treat this like they would, you know, a FIBA game right. or um, you know, the Olympic qualifying game. I mean, this is meaningful to them as well. We keep the record of the game. People remember who, who won and lost the game. Whereas like a McDonald's all American game or Jordan brand classic, like all-star game, those are more just kind of like, you know, they have, you know, Drake or Migos or, you know, a little baby or, you know, whoever like perform at halftime, like, we would never do that this is like like a serious game that that the stakes are high so um it's a cool deal, and we're really lucky to have him.
0: Play. Yeah, and during this cycle of the spring when it's like, okay, the, you know you've played the McDonald's all American game and you kind of had fun and it's a little week of fun. and then uh, the way that it works this year, the I believe the Jordan brand Classic is next week, it's after this one. but like typically yeah. you, you get yeah. them both of those which are kind of not that serious. and then you get this one and it's like, okay, you're putting you're putting a jersey on that matters, like we want to beat this international team. It's way more competitive. Um, totally. And, and yeah. the week is way more competitive. Um, I've never seen so many dudes with Bluetooths on their, uh, on their ears than when you w- sit in on a Nike hoop summit practice and you've got the whole international agent world, just working the phones, watching their guys trying to get guys there. This is, this yeah. is where I first saw Bismack Biombo, obviously not like a star in the NBA, but he's going to play a decade in the league. Um, he, sure. he dominated Anthony Davis in this game. He was physically more dominant yeah. than Anthony Davis. And uh it helped him get a job with Michael Jordan. It's a big, it's a big week uh, for these folks. Absolutely. Uh, and it's mostly it's it's typically the incoming senior class. So it's guys who are a 2020 year graduating class 2022 for their high school. But there are some 2023 guys. Uh, I want to ask you who yep. to watch because because we I kind of we kind of got the vibe of it and it's it's fun. Like it's not you know the practices aren't open to the public. You have to be lucky enough to to be. To get in there, but they're really fun to watch if you get in there. It's where uh, I remember seeing guys like Bobby Portis, and I'm like, all he does is play hard as hell and jack up 19-footers. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> do- yeah, what he does and it's now. like, all, all he does now is yeah. he, he plays hard as hell yeah. and he jacks up 19-footers. He was the same at 17 when the first, you know, seven minutes mm-hmm. of practice. So those are really fun, but when you get to the game, it's super competitive. Let's talk about who to watch uh, in the second segment. First, I want to tell my listeners about Prize Picks. It is the NBA's daily fantasy made easy. Here's how it works: you pick two and five players. You make you make your entry. You're just picking over under on the projections. So those projections are points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks. It's not you versus pros it's not you versus the field it's just you versus those over underlines you can win up to 10 times on every entry you can make an entry in 60 seconds if you don't want to just do nba you can do whatever it is you might want to do like literally every every professional sport even college sports if you're nasty so uh i've really enjoyed playing prize picks i bet you will too and if you go right now they're giving away basically free money you sign up today use the promo code nba and a player on your very first entry scores one point you'll get 50 dollars deposited into your account Use the promo code NBA. Pick uh, who's going to score on the Blazers. Who can I say is going to score on the Blazers? Greg Brown the third. He's Greg Brown the third. Put Greg Brown on there. He's going to get a bucket. You're going to get a free fifty dollars. Uh, it used to be easier to predict that Amphrey Simons was going to score. The Blazers have made that part of the promo a little bit harder. But go to Pri- Daily Prize Picks or excuse me, PrizePicks.com. Use the app. Download it in the App Store. Or visit their website, PrizePicks.com. It's daily fantasy made easy. Today's show is also brought to you by BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to bet on our sports action. You couldn't, you could have lost some money betting on the underdog Tar Heels last night. It happens to the best of us. A uh, wonderful season for my beloved Tar Heels. But and they were dogs for a reason. The favorite team won. I'm still sad about it, but that doesn't mean that you have to stop betting on sports. Whatever you're looking for. NBA, uh the you can bet on the NFL draft, you can bet at the NHL's end of the regular season in the playoffs, you can soccer, you can bet on tennis, whatever it might be. Go to Bet Online, find more lines, more props, more odds. That's Bet Online where the game starts. Alright, we are still chatting here with director and promoter of the Nike Hoop Summit. And just a a youth sports savant here in Portland, uh, Reggie actually has been. If you are an eagle-eared listener to the Blazers broadcast, Lamar Hurd has shouted out Reggie a couple times because Lamar is plugged into the youth sports world in the Northwest. And if you're plugged into the youth sports world in the Northwest, you know Reggie because people, folks know Reggie. Uh, it's it it just happens in the world. So. People are going to call you all week, Reggie, and they're going to say, who who should I watch in the Hoop Summit? You're, I'm sure your phone is literally blowing up every single day. Who should I watch? How good is this kid? So give me some names. Who are you excited and who should we be excited to watch this Friday evening at the Moda Center?
1: So I'll start uh, with the world team uh, just because they've been in town since Sunday. I've seen them practice a couple times now. Um, Gene Montero really stood out uh, last night uh, and actually this morning. Um, he's, he plays for the overtime elite. Um, I don't know if they're a team or group or, you know, he's part of the overtime, uh, like the new deal that they got going over there in Atlanta. Um, he's, he's Dominican, like Dominican Republic is the country that he represents. Um, like he's like a little jitterbug guard, but he's tough and has like a little nastiness and act to like, you know, not let you push him around or anything like that, even though he is kind of slight of frame, uh. He shot it really well last night. He kind of controlled. They got up and down a little bit. I wouldn't call it a scrimmage, but they, you know, you know, played competitively for, you know, two or three minute spurts here and there. And he, he definitely stood out, uh, especially among the guards. Uh, and then there's a, there's a kid. I think he's like, I think he listed at six, seven or six, eight. Um, his name's Mackenzie Mbako. Mbako. Um, he lives in New Jersey, uh, plays AAU with um, uh, the New Jersey scholars, like on, on the Nike circuit. Um, that they'll be one of the favorites to win peach jam this year um he's ultra competitive great skill set like incredible frame for a kid his age um i think he he represents the country of nigeria i think he's got that in his bloodlines um he, he's definitely stood out this week and then on the u.s side uh there's a it, it's pretty cool that there's you know there's a guy committed to oregon yep. um khalil ware uh who was awesome in the mcdonald's all-american game and the mcdonald's all-american week um, I mean, he's physically imposing. Uh, I think he'll have success like right away. As soon as you know, the season starts at Oregon next year. Um, he's just gone through the roof in terms of, of his evaluation on like the rankings, you know, he's been as low as the mid one fifties. And then he, you know, all of a sudden he's in the sixties. And I think now that they're talking about, he's you know going to end, you know, his senior year as a top five prospect. Um, I think he'll be if he stays on the right path and has a decent season at Oregon, like he'll be a one and done player. Um, and I think Oregon will, will ask him to contribute right away. So just having that connection, um, to the ducks, like, you know, having this game here in Portland is, is pretty cool. Um, and Amari Bailey, um, who actually played in the Les Schwab for Sierra Canyon a few years ago, um, is, you know, one of the alpha dominant personalities and and like players for the U S side. Uh, I mean, he carries himself like a professional, um, you know, he's been around all the cameras and all the extra stuff, um, you know, being a part of the Sierra Canyon kind of, you know, there, that's a, as high that's high profile. It's a get ho- Hollywood
0: basketball. type high school. It's
1: uh, oh, you get yeah,
0: shouted yeah. out in a Drake yeah. song and LeBron James sits at your games. It's a different experience. It's um, it's a uh, quite a level of youth basketball, I'd say.
1: Exactly. Um, so I, I think he's definitely one, one to, to watch. Um, and I think, you know, one thing that that you know we were talking about the other day, which is kind of is, is unique to this year, is a lot of the guys um who maybe don't have the brand recognition with like your general basketball fan, um haven't built their profiles up because of COVID. Right. there there wasn't like a, a normal high school season last year. There really wasn't like a culminating end of the high school season like when they were sophomores. So their general profile maybe isn't as strong as like, you know, Jason Tatum's was, or obviously Zion Williamson, but he's, you know, kind of unique. Right. Um, Just, you know, he's, he's one of one, but um, these guys, I mean, they're still super talented. Um, I think, I think the game will be really competitive. Um, Rosters seem pretty equal. Um, You know, the, the U S guys probably have more size um, which often, you know, comes into play, but um, I mean, the world team is, I mean, they're not slider frame either. So um, it's, it, I think it'll be a, a really competitive game. And like you said, I mean, there's, we've got as few as five NBA players and maybe as many as, you know, a dozen um, participating in the game this year. So if it's, you know, if you want to see the next crop of players and, you know, that are going to be stand out in college and, and eventually play in the NBA, like this is the game you got to attend.
0: Uh, Reggie, did you just not mention the two top Duke recruits? Because, out of respect for me and my tough the tough twenty four hours I've had, was this? a... I did. I,
1: <laughs> I was worried we were going to have to cancel after 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 going on last last night. But I was actually I was watching the game, uh, and there was a couple, like uh, Carolina fans, you know, going hard for for the Tar Heels, obviously. But I think you know, hearing them talk after the game was over is like they won the war of the year. Just having, you know, kind of foiled Coach K's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, season.
0: listen, listen, I wanted Carolina to win last night when they lost to Kansas. I was sad, but I'll say this. The greatest rivalry in sports, all of sports. Miss me with your Yankees, Red Sox nonsense, and I don't care about Michigan and Ohio State. Uh, the greatest rivalry in sports was settled on Saturday night after it was settled on March 5th. We did it twice. They did it twice. They can, Duke can have what they want. They can remind me that Carolina blew a 16-point lead in the national championship. That's I will be sad about it, but I never have to give back ending Coach K's career twice, twice. I will, li- wow. I will live off that forever. The two Duke guys of Derek Lyons, we just won the MVP McDonald's All American game. Um, I don't exactly understand how that MVP works. Um, I did not watch the game, but I did see the box score. Uh, he scored ten points. Uh, I don't get it. Um, but he, you know, he's the top recruit in the class. Um, I might say his name wrong, but uh, Filipowski, the other big guy, Kyle Filipowski. Uh, he's you yeah. know two really big dudes going to Duke. Have you what have you liked from um, from those two? Because those are probably NBA yeah, players
1: right i mean off physical frame alone for sure um and they actually have a third guy uh Derek whitehead yeah. who who is a guard uh, won the national championship um at montverde like over the weekend uh they won the geico nationals um so they kind of have a trio we actually practiced at coach k this morning uh, on the nike campus so they you know were taking pictures and doing the whole duke thing and you know talking to the, all the other kids um just about how they're going to go and resurrect what happened this year and all that stuff, uh, which is just cool. Like banter amongst the kids. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, all three, I mean, Duke doesn't recruit guys that they don't think are professional basketball players, you know, especially like of this caliber, you know, that play in the game, this game, the Jordan game, Um, Filipowski, this is my, like, I saw him play in peach jam. Um, but this is like my, that was, this morning was the first time seeing him like up close. I mean, he's, he is unique. Like he's, he's huge. he shoots it well but he doesn't necessarily like fancy himself as as a shooter i think he embraces his toughness and his ability to like protect the basket um i i I, he's a unique guy like in a good way i I think he'll, he'll mold into something that the nba will will like you know fancy um and then whitehead is just like a super steady he has everybody's respect you know in his class like I think that's a that's a, a trait that maybe goes unnoticed to like the common fan like Gary Trent had that he in his class like he was the alpha of his grade he wasn't the highest ranked player uh, I think like you know Michael Porter was ranked higher than him but when it came down to like them interacting with each other and like you know when they're in the hotel together on the bus together like I think Derrick has everybody's respect and is like you know, carries himself to a certain way. And and Trent definitely had that amongst his class. Yeah. I Um, think
0: Trent played on that hoop summit team with like Colin Sexton and Jaron Jackson Jr. Like he's playing with dudes who are going to go very high in the draft. Uh, So if they were, if they were listening to him that I get, I guess that gives you a good, a good sense of sort of the soft stuff that goes into being a, a future NBA. I don't know if star is the right word, but a dude who's going to play a whole long time in the league.
1: No, I make a bunch of money yeah. and have a good career. And yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised. I'm not surprised at all to see him having the success that he's had. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a cool week. And I think again, like the, the coaching staff and the, and you know, the folks at Nike and the, and the people at USA basketball, I think they do a really good job educating the players that, you know, the eyes are on him from the NBA um, evaluators, you, you know, lens. But also that this game is meaningful and that you know that the stakes are high and and that it's going to be a competitive game. Yeah, uh, you know it, it's 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 cool to see and like we'll comment it on Friday, uh, which I think again will be a very a very very good game and fun to watch. Yeah,
0: let's let's I I want there's a legend of this week that rings out in the Portland area, you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to ask you about the legend. I think I am going. going to talk. To There's a yeah. legend of Hoop Summit practice I got to ask you about. Uh, but before I do that, I want to tell my listeners about rockauto.com. It's a place where you can save time and money. Uh, they've been helping do-it-yourselfers work on their car for over 20 years. It's what they specialize in. They're going to save you time because you're going to be able to use their, their website quickly and easily, and they're going to save you money. 30, 50, even 100% more if you go to the auto part dealership or if you go to a big chain auto parts you know what I'm talking about. So don't waste your time. Don't waste your money. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And while you're there, write locked on and they're, how did you hear about us box? And that way they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Still a pass first point guard, still Mike Richmond. Still listening to Lockdown Blazers. Still chatting here with director and promoter of the Nike Hoop Summit, Reggie Walker of Primetime Sports. Reggie, a few years ago, there was a Tuesday evening. I believe it was a Tuesday. It might have been a Wednesday evening. It was a midweek evening that still rings out in these streets. I'm talking about Portland Generals legend, Peyton Pritchard. You were in the building that night. What happens with Peyton Pritchard at Nike Hoop Summit? I think this might've got him to the NBA straight up. Tell us if you can take us inside this legendary night.
1: Yeah. So during the week, um, you know, as a break from beating up on each other during practice, we organize a scrimmage, um, where the U S team plays against, uh, a group of players that, you know, that we put together, um, someone said we were like the, the Washington generals, uh, like who the Harlem Globetrotters used to beat yep. up on. So we kind of embraced that and went with the, with the team name, the Portland generals uh, and don't get it twisted. Like we have, we don't keep final score, but we, we do it by quarter and we've definitely won quarter. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we've, we do, we hold our own against those guys. Um, but yeah, when Peyton was uh, a sophomore at Westland fresh off, you know, the second state championship that they won um we we had him and we kind of just gave him the keys uh and you know he was the point guard in for the scrimmage team uh playing against I think uh I, I don't remember which group of U.S. kids it was but um it might have been no it might have been De'Aaron Fox and them like it was it was you know guys that are in the NBA um, pros and Peyton held it yeah pros and Peyton held his own I mean he was awesome. He, he's got this like unique ability to like never show emotion on his face. It's almost like stoically robotic. And, you know, they're, they're throwing, you know, junk presses at him and pressuring him. And he just stays stoic, handles his business, you know, uses his guard arm to make sure like no one's taking the ball away from him. Uh, and he was awesome. I mean, straight up, he, he, he was amazing in, in the scrimmage and, um, you know, he had all the NBA scouts, like, you know, who's this little white kid out here balling against the USA team? People were tweeting about him. It was big. Um, and that kind of – it was a big deal. Like, it was, it was huge for him. It kind of, like, cemented himself as, like, a national-level recruit. I mean, everyone here knew about him, obviously, you know, having the one, this two state championships in a row. Um, but after that, you know, his recruiting went from, you know, some smaller stuff to, like, you know, the big boys are out. Like, you got Michigan State, Villanova, you um, Indiana like a lot of the the schools from like Midwest back East like I think took notice to like the type of basketball player he is um, and like I mean his recruiting and rankings all that stuff uh, really elevated um, and that that helped the the I mean the US team prepare if I'm not mistaken I think that year like. Um, we beat them a couple quarters of the scrimmage and that really like opened up their eyes to like okay this week is you know we can't if if we're having trouble against like the scout team you know like we we better be ready for Friday night um so that was cool uh, and then a couple years ago so it was 2018 same team uh put we put together um Kevin Porter who's on the Houston Rockets right now uh first round draft pick from Seattle um he wasn't selected as a mcdonald's all-american as a u.s participant in the nike hoop summit or the jordan game um and you know it's a rainer beach high school which is a nike school played in the nike uibl but wasn't picked for any of the three um we had him come down and uh play in the scrimmage against team usa and on the world team that year rj barrett was uh like the alpha of the team and like you know the best player on the world on the world team in that year and we, so we kind of had kevin as a perfect like not necessarily clone but like a similar body type skill set as rj lefty, lefty yeah i was gonna say know, combo yeah. guard yeah like lefty combo guard like can score likes to go to the basket i think kevin shoots it a little bit better but um so we had kevin and we kind of let him have the keys to the, to the portland general team he cooked team USA. He was easily the best player on the court. I mean, it wasn't even close. That, and that was like the um uh Cam Reddish. Um I'm trying to think other guards and wings they had, but it was it was that that high school class, like the 2018s. Um I mean, Kevin Porter didn't really do much at USC. Um, I think he even got us some you know off-court stuff, but like his performance at the hoop summit was like legendary. I mean, that's ultimately what got him picked. Uh so that's kind of a cool nuance to, to the game. And then obviously um, the game itself, um, you know, I think Jamal Murray elevated his stock like through the roof. I, I think at one point during the week, I think Oregon, he, he was between Oregon and, and Kentucky he's recruiting that year. And I think it was even his, his mind was kind of set on Oregon. Uh, like during the week, it was like, I think people were talking to him about it and he seemed at peace with it after the game. I think Kentucky came in, they were like, no, 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 like we, you know, we're the, the, the system that gets you to the NBA, like we need you. And I think they gave him the whole full spiel and ultimately he ended up going there. But, um, yeah, I mean, this week can do wonders for you in terms of, of your status and you know, ultimate like earning potential in the NBA. So yeah, um, there's a lot of eyeballs. But yeah, Those are just some cool. There's stories. a
0: lot of eyeballs at the, yeah. at the Blazers practice facility. Uh, as a, as a young reporter, when I was first starting to do this, I remember walking in and I'm seeing like, uh, you know, Alan Houston and the whole Knicks brain trust. And I'm like, oh, like yeah. oh they're all like they're all yeah. here uh you know it's just like in a way yeah. that maybe i hadn't seen that i'm not a big youth basketball guy like i'm not i'm not in the i'm not at the aau t- stuff i'm not calling coaches and all those things I'm, a ba- I'm an nba junkie right i'm an nba junkie i wait a year and a half until these guys t- turn pro but like this This week is a is a funny, big deal for that stuff. Uh, I would even say it's sure. it has this week has really raised um Roy Rana, who's the head coach of the international team. I think it, his prestige has 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 really jumped up. Like he's an assistant. He's an assistant coach for the Kings. Uh, he was, he was not that level of coach when he started working with Nike hoop summit uh, with the hoop summit international team. And he really has been like, it's, this is a, right. a, a lot of executives will be here this week. Uh, it's a big deal for everyone involved. There's also funny stuff. Like Nikola Jokic was in, uh, was in the hoop summit. He didn't look very good, uh, you know? And then it's like, Oh, no, he, he was slow, right? Like he was not a, he, yeah, he was not special necessarily. No, most
1: people didn't think he was an NBA player. Yeah. And now he's the, one of the, five best players in the NBA might win two MVPs. in Yeah. I mean,
0: I've said on the podcast, he's like at at worst, like the third best player in the world. Like he's, he's, and it's like, (laughs) and it's like, he wasn't. Um, so this, you know, this week, even the guys who maybe, um, aren't showing out and aren't having the Jamal Murray and the Kevin Porter Jr. and the legendary Peyton Pritchard moments are playing against NBA dudes. Like you're playing, it's just a bunch of guys who are going to turn pro. So I love, I've loved the hoop summit. It's, uh, it's, I, I believe my first ever day at Oregon Live, I shot uh, photos on the baseline of the of the of Terrence Jones and the Nike Hoop Summit. I, I think that was my first ever oh, yeah. my first ever media assignments uh, with Oregon Live. Man, I might have done something before oh, so then. You've
1: got a deep connection to. It. Yeah, yeah, no, this is the. I love the. Hoop. Yeah, you might have had like. Yeah. You might have had like the live chat going um, at the Les Schwab before that. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if yeah, if yeah. That was. Which one came first? I,
0: it's hard to see. I don't really remember the whole timeline, but this was the early on in my career. You know, I started was as a high school sports guy and these were big, big, the hoop summit was a big deal. And I don't even think that Terrence Ross classes or Terrence Jones class is particularly good. Like, I don't think that was, that was like Wiltshire mm. and Jones. It's gotten a lot better. I think it's a bigger event. Would you agree? It's a bigger event now than it's, than it's been.
1: Yeah, I think so. The profile is definitely raised. I, and I think USA basketball has put more of an emphasis on their developmental program. Like, over the last 10 years which has helped you know their development and then you know nike who organizes the world team i mean they're they've always done a good job but i think seeing the us put more emphasis into the game and their system has has done the same for on on the global side of things so uh, i definitely i would agree with that
0: cool well go get a ticket you do not have to spend 200 dollars to sit on gucci row but if you do one one time one time this is a real story from my friend one time, sitting on the sitting on the front row well, was Larry Miller and Worldwide West. They're sitting on the front row. These are big yeah. movers and shakers. Uh, it was when Larry Miller had just left the Blazers and was working for Jordan Brand, and uh, William Wesley, who now works for the Knicks, was like one of the most powerful deal brokers in the NBA. Sitting courtside, and my friend went and got a picture with he got a picture with Larry Miller and the person he asked him to take a picture was worldwide West. Uh, It's it's one of my favorite. It's so good. It's so good. I don't think he listens, uh, but Brett, if you're out there, bro, I just roasted you on the podcast. I'm sorry. It was, it's still (laughs) hilarious to me. So like, it's, this is a big deal. Bunch of fun. People are going to be in the gym. You could go for 10 bucks and you can go see a bunch of it. You could go see a bunch of NBA players. I do not think you're going to find a, a more entertaining $10 ticket on Friday night. So go, 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 go to the motor center uh you'll no, enjoy it
1: absolutely yeah we're super fortunate to have the game in portland uh i mean it's like like you said it's ten dollar ticket you can go to nikehoopsummit.com we got plenty left um and it is it, it, you know take your family go as a fan like and i think one of the things people you know like to do is is go back and be like you know oh, i saw this guy at the nike hoop summit yep. and you know four years ago and he was doing it like you get to tell those stories if you go to the game, uh, and the, again, the game will be competitive. Um, tickets are cheap; we got plenty available. And uh, as a city, uh, we should embrace this. And if you're a Blazer fan, I mean, who knows the direction that we're going as a franchise right now? But um, you know, if we are, you know, if we do do the whole rebuild thing, like these are some of the guys that are going to be talked about, like that we draft, you know, a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. So it's a chance to kind of get to see, you know, the next crop of players. Um, before they enter the NBA. Yeah.
0: It's typically, I, I don't know if the streak is still going, but it was something like 10 consecutive years. The number one overall pick in the draft had played in the hoop summit. Like it's just, it's yeah. It's
1: it. 14. Number one picks over, like over the course of time, 14. Number one. Uh, yeah. Four, I mean, come on for four, four MVPs, like 35 or 40 all-stars. Like it's, I mean, it's, the elite of the elite basketball players under the age of 19 in the world yeah and so, you'll uh, be pretty special that we have yeah here.
0: you'll be in the gym with basically every nba executive um, not just alan houston shout out to h20 uh, but at, literally they all finished watching the final four this is what they're doing this week the whole nba is in the arena uh you could be there too for 10 bucks or sit on gucci row for 200 so i'll just wrap that one more time yeah. if you got the cash you could sit next to worldwide west
1: for 200 bucks yeah it's- <laughs> cost you two thousand in a blazer game so <laughs> yeah
0: indeed it is yeah uh reggie thanks so much for joining us uh if, if you're looking for reggie go to an aau game this summer and you'll see him go to the uipl circuit and he'll be there i guarantee uh reggie thanks for, yeah. thanks for joining us i truly appreciate it
1: no thanks for having me i appreciate it we need the platform so uh, appreciate you having me